0: In December 2020, Japan adopted a new Worker Cooperatives Act, an initiative welcomed by the country's cooperative sector. The new law, which allows businesses to register as worker cooperatives, is expected to pave the way for a new wave of co-ops. To explore the importance of this law and its implications for the co-op sector, Professor Antonio Ficci from the University of Molise in Italy interviewed Osamu Nakano, a board member of the Japan Worker Cooperatives Union. Mr. Nakano also acts as Vice President of the International Organization of Industrial and Service Cooperatives, also known as CECOPA. The interview was facilitated by the International Cooperative Alliance's Cooperative Law Committee, of which Professor Fichi is a member. Well, good morning Mr. Nakano, or I, I'll call you Osamu if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first question uh, does not regard completely uh, cooperatives and cooperative law. My question is, uh, if you could tell, uh, could tell us where you were born and raised, and when was it that you joined the cooperative movement?
1: All right. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much, uh, Professor Fichi. So I'm uh, pretty happy to uh, be interviewed uh, by you uh, today. And uh, my name is Osamu Nakano, uh, International Relations Officer of Japan Workers' Cooperative Union, JWCU. So I was born in Yokohama City in Japan, and grown grew up in several cities such as uh, Tokyo, Osaka, and New York City. And uh, I studied history, literature, and uh, philosophy, and and so on at several universities, including uh, New York University, NYU, then I joined the Japan Workers Cooperative Union (JWCU) in uh, 2014.
0: Uh, fine. And uh, uh, can you tell us something about your relationship with the cooperative movement? Your current position within this, the Japanese or the international cooperative movement, Mister.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, actually, uh, I am uh, serving as uh, international relations officers. Of Japan Workers Cooperative Union, so uh, I'm uh, I'm in charge of the relationship between JWCU and CIPA and ICA and ICAP, you know such uh, such are, uh, international organizations. And also I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm engaged in uh, you know legal issues in Japan. So uh, you know today's uh, interview's topic main topic is worker cooperative Act in Japan. So I'm I have been engaged in in the process of uh, making, so this new law in Japan.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you, Osamu. Um, My uh, next question regards the focus of our uh, today's interview, which is the new uh, law on worker cooperatives in uh, in Japan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could you please tell us the literal English translation of the Japanese title, of this legislation for worker cooperatives that we are going to discuss today, please? Yes, uh, this is Worker Cooperative Act. Uh, is there any English translation, even an, an official one that uh, those who do not speak uh, Japanese uh, can read?
1: Yeah, so there actually- somewhere? Yeah, actually, you know, there are some translation uh, in the past so far. So uh, this is because you know uh, the, the title name of the law uh, name, uh, name of the, of the act in itself has been changed in the past. So, however, you know, final title of the uh, current law uh, current act is Worker Cooperative Act. Makes okay, sense? Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, given the sector-specific cooperative acts in Japan are backed by industrial policies, uh, does the new worker cooperative law have a complementary state policy for associated work?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, simple answer is uh, no, no, no yet, no yet. So there is no uh, any kind of specific industrial policies uh, supporting uh, you know our new uh, worker cooperative act. So, yeah. Uh, so, however, you know, uh, so we think uh, we think uh, the policies uh, set policies to promote worker cooperative movements or sub- some specific activities by worker coops, such as worker's buyout. Uh, you know, this, uh, the policies to promote this kind of uh, you know mo- movement or activities is absolutely necessary. So, however, at the same time, so cooperative acts uh, should be, uh, you know, uh, as, uh, as you mentioned, so cooperative act in Japan were, uh, were uh, backed by industrial policies because cooperatives are uh, business enterprises, right? So, however, on the other hand, so I, we think so kind of social policies are also necessary in order to develop cooperative movement as a kind of social movement which uh, rooted in civil society. So, in this regard, so we need uh, two policies, I think. Uh, you know, one is industrial policies. So, uh, uh, second is you know, kind of social policies in order to develop you know worker cooperative movement, worker cooperative movement in Japan.
0: Yeah, I, I personally think, and I hope you you might agree that uh, um, that the, 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 the introduction of a specific law on worker cooperative is itself. A policy mm-hmm. for supporting and promoting worker cooperatives. It, it is the first and necessary step for other policy measures. So the fact right. that now you have a specific law on worker cooperative is itself uh, uh, per se a fact that must be welcomed uh, by the cooperative movement and Japanese worker cooperative movement and all Jap- Japanese citizens. I I think we have many uh, many experiences in, around the world where. The, uh, the, 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 the 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 only fact that a law mm-hmm. was passed on cooperatives has raised the uh, has increased enormously the number of existing cooperatives. This was the mm-hmm. case, for example, in Italy with the law on social cooperatives, cooperatives mm-hmm. acting for the social solidarity. Uh, so my next question regards uh, is a general questions on uh, the main characteristics of uh, worker cooperatives according to this new uh, law. Uh, So those characteristics that you uh, think are uh, the the most relevant ones, uh, especially in terms of cooperative identity Mm -hmm. uh, and also in relation with other laws on cooperatives that you have in uh, Japan. Because as far as as I know, uh, in Japan, there is no uh, general law on cooperatives. Mm but there are different special laws on particular types of cooperatives, including, of course, uh, mm-hmm. the one on worker cooperatives. So you can give us a general picture of this uh, legal framework on cooperatives in Japan, in your country, please.
1: Mm-hmm. General, Bruce, uh, uh, your question is uh, a general, uh, general, uh, uh, general picture of a cooperative robot in Japan?
0: Uh, yeah, of, of worker cooperative law, this, this new mm-hmm. law, uh, what, do you, you, the, the, what are the elements of this new law that you, that you think are uh, the most uh, important to underline? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And also this law, if you have something uh, to highlight regarding the relationship between this law and the other laws on cooperatives, social cooperatives, multi-stakeholder cooperatives, uh, mm-hmm. That exists in Japan.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I understand. All right. So, uh, Bruce, so uh, as you uh, as you know well, in Japan, so uh, cooperative uh, there are uh, seven or eight or nine cooperative laws, right? And uh, you know, in other words, uh, you know, uh, agricultural cooperatives, for for instance, uh, are, uh, are controlled and uh, run. Under you know agricultural cooperative role, you know consumer cooperatives is uh, running you know, under consumer cooperative roles. So in other words, as you point out, you know in Japan there is no you know general framework or general cooperative role. and in the past, so uh, it's it's uh, obvious, uh, it's uh, you know it's no doubt you know uh, there is no uh, workers cooperative role. In other words, uh, workers cannot establish their own uh, cooperatives in Japan. So in this regard, uh, the uh, enactment of new Worker Cooperative Act, so opened a pretty new way for workers in Japan to establish uh, cooperatives their, uh, of their own, right? And uh, obviously, you know, this means uh, for Japanese cooperative world to widen, you know, uh, the world of cooperatives for Japanese cooperatives. This is uh, this is also uh, uh, clear, uh, pretty clear. And uh, uh, moreover, you know, I, I think, you know, Professor, uh, Professor Fichi, so your uh, your discussion is totally right. So, what cooperative act is a certain kind of uh, door or introduction or first phase, because in Japan, so we we don't have a, yet, you know, a law on social cooperatives, and moreover, there's no law on SSE, uh, uh, social solidarity economy, and moreover, so we don't have any kind of legal framework on multi-multi cooperatives. So, in order to develop, or in order to get this more sophisticated role on cooperative or SSE in Japan, so fa- uh, first of all, I think Worker Cooperative Act should be enacted. So this uh, this first uh, first phase we already cleared we already got workers' coop act. So in this regard, in the future, so we can expect more more you know a more sophisticated or a more uh, m- more uh, sophisticated law on uh, multi secular cooper- uh, cooperatives, for instance, or law on SSC in Japan.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah. Turning back to our specific focus on, co- on worker cooperative law, can you, can you please tell us uh, what is uh, the legal status of the worker members in a worker cooperatives and uh, the relationship between uh, labor law and cooperative law? Uh, this is one of the key aspects uh, in legislating um, worker cooperatives, how labor law. Uh,
1: and cooperative law uh, relate? Thank you very much. This is, <clears throat> this is a very, very uh, crucial questions for workers, cooper- uh, workers cooperatives or the you know, act in Japan. Uh, you know, simply speaking, worker members uh, under the new act are employees who have a labor contract with their corp or uh, represent- a rep- representative director of their corp. So this, is, uh, this means members, worker members, uh, in other words, employees are under the direction and the supervision of their employer, right? In a formal sense. And in this sense, uh, worker members, uh, in other words, employees, they are protected by labor roads, such as, uh, you know, what members we can get, you know, minimum wages, legal working hours, and accident insurance, and something like that. So this is, I think, <clears throat> at least in Japan, in Japanese uh, legal system, and I believe, you know, this is, uh, this is same in the world. So under labor law, so uh, working population or workers should, must be employees in order to get, in order to be protected by labor laws. Is it correct? Yeah. So in this regard, in Japanese act, as I mentioned, worker members are employees. So however, on the other hand, uh, worker members are guaranteed the status of a certain kind of owners of the cooperatives uh, because uh, the business of the uh, cooperatives must be conducted by ref- reflecting their opinions. So, in this regard, uh, on the one hand, worker members, uh, welcome work member uh, members of worker cooperative in Japan, they are employees. So, in this regard, they are under under the direction or supervision of the employer. However, on the other hand, they have uh, they have uh, ownership. So, <coughs> over. Uh, over the uh, cooperatives, over you know, over the business of the cooperatives. So in this regard, so I think uh, your question is totally right. And relationship between cooperative law and labor law is very, very crucial. And in order to uh, overcome a certain kind of a limitation of of the, this kind of relationship, in other words, limitation of labor laws. so uh, the act in Japan, so prescribes this kind of dual character of worker members?
0: Yeah, this is, uh, I I may say, perfectly in line with uh, the Italian approach uh, Mm -hmm. to this uh, matter. In Italy, there is uh, a general law on uh, cooperatives, which is contained in the civil code, in a prestigious place uh, Mm -hmm. like the civil code. And then we have a specific law on worker cooperatives, or cooperatives that have, uh, that have worker members. And mm-hmm. uh, in this law, it is uh, stated explicitly that uh, uh, worker members or members of a worker cooperatives uh, conclude a different worker relationship, worker yes. contract with their cooperatives. So they have the protection of labor law with some adjustments that are needed because they are also the owners and yes. the members of their cooperative. I can say that this is not uh, what happens uh, uh, all around the world, because there are mm-hmm. some laws uh, that uh, in some other places there are um, there are jurisdictions where worker cooperatives and worker members of a cooperative are excluded from the protection uh, mm-hmm. of uh, labor law. They are considered only owners members of their cooperative. I think mm-hmm. that the the the, the attempt made by uh, our jurisdictions, the Italian mm-hmm. and the Japanese ones, uh, to combine and mix the two profiles of cooperative law and worker uh, worker labor law are uh, very interesting for um, avoiding the phenomenon of uh, pseudo-worker cooperatives, which is very mm-hmm. diffuse uh, in, especially in some countries around the world. Uh, but is, um, uh, um, there is a need to combat this specific phenomenon. Uh, mm-hmm. My next question is, what is the update on your efforts in Japan with regards uh, to the new enactment, which is going to be enforced this year?
1: <clears throat> okay, uh, right now, you know, a partial amendment is being prepared before the enforcement of the act in this October. So this is because of uh, the tax issues. A General tax rate will be imposed on worker cooperatives under this act. So however, this might be a large tax increase for worker cooperatives, which has so far used the different legal entities, such as NPO, non-profit profit organizations, uh, because uh, a reduced tax rate has been imposed on NPO, non-profit, uh, non-profit uh, organization. So in this regard, so when we, you know, worker cooperatives using NPO, so uh, transformed into worker cooperatives, so there might be a uh, possibility of a huge tax increase. So this is very uh, controversial or problematic. So in this regard, in order to avoid this kind of tax, uh, tax increase, so we are now trying to make a, category, um, <clears throat> a second category, a new category of specific worker corps on which a reduced tax rate will be imposed. So in this regard, uh, by this kind of partial amend- uh, uh, amendment, so there will be two categories of worker cooperatives. So one is uh, you know general worker cooperatives. So uh, will be imposed on uh, will be imposed uh, general tax rate. And second, uh, second is specific worker cooperatives. So has uh, reduced the tax rate. And the second one uh, for uh, for the specific worker cooperatives for second worker cooperatives there will be some uh, specific requirements such as complete prohibitions of dividends from surplus. So uh, as you know, so uh, general worker cooperatives under this act. So uh, there is prohibitions of dividend uh, on uh, capital contribution according to capital contribution, right? So however, you know, according to uh, amount of work, so uh, cooperatives can pay uh, dividend for their members. However. New second category of specific workers' cooperatives for these specific worker cooperatives. So, there is no, uh, there is no, uh, they cannot totally uh, provide dividends from surplus for the members. So, in other words, so for this kind of amendment, so new worker cooperatives will be more non profit, uh, will be more non profitable. Uh, organizations so this is right now yeah this is right now a kind of preparations for the enforcement in this
0: october yeah this is very another interesting point Mm -hmm. uh, which which reflects uh, another tendency in cooperative law which is to uh, distinguish um, two classes two categories of uh, cooperatives Uh, Mm -hmm. those that are uh, uh, fiscally advantaged because they have some elements that make them more virtuous mm-hmm. in some way. and 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 the other cooperatives that are not so fiscally advantaged, because they mm-hmm. have some elements uh, that uh, are different from the other and make le- make them uh, less uh, virtuous uh, under um, regarding the profile of cooperative identity. We have exactly these also, uh, in Italy so and uh, exists this exists also in other countries so it's very relevant. and the other point that your answer um, uh, suggests is that uh, is the distinction from a, a theoretical point of view between the remuneration of capital in cooperatives mm-hmm. and the remuneration of work in worker cooperatives or uh, of consumption in consumer cooperatives. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes in some uh, laws, and this is the case of Italian law, for example, uh, this remuneration as uh, dividend terms is differently uh, denominated uh, to distinguish the two concepts, which are completely separated. For example, in Italy, we use dividend on capital Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, cooperative return Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. uh on the cooperative relationship so if a worker mm-hmm. member of a cooperative has a surplus mm-hmm. and this is a corporate uh, according to the volume of the work that he mm-hmm. that, that uh, he or she provided then this is a cooperative return mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. while uh, um, the remuneration of capital in accord mm-hmm. uh, following the amount of capital provided is a dividend so uh, mm-hmm. the terminology mm-hmm. reflects uh, what mm-hmm. you were saying about the conceptual distinction between the two, uh, the two uh, uh, concepts, the two aspects, uh, um, which is another a very interesting point in general uh, term. My next mm-hmm. question is, how do you think the law will facilitate the future for worker cooperatives and social cooperatives?
1: Yeah, so actually, you know, this is a pretty clear, uh you know, th- this act. Uh, so we have a, you know, a very huge and great impact on uh, the development of worker, co- uh, worker cooperative movement in Japan because we we, we didn't have a role <laughs> so in the first place. So in this regard, uh, the act. Uh, we mark a uh, certain kind of uh, watershed in the history of workers' cooperative movement in Japan, and moreover, so yeah, as we already discussed, so Japan, uh, did, uh, does, Japan doesn't have a you know a law on social cooperatives and uh, you know law on uh, SSC and uh, social economy or multi-stakeholder cooperatives. So in this regard, so this uh, cooperative, uh, this worker cooperative act. So, we'll uh, contribute uh, to the development of workers' cooperative movement. And the worker cooperative movement, the development of workers' cooperative movement, so, we'll open up a certain kind of discussion, general discussions on the necessity of uh, social cooperatives, or law on social cooperatives and social solidarity economy and multi stakeholder uh, cooperatives.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, um, another general point uh worker cooperatives according to uh your national law worker cooperatives uh do not have only the purpose of uh satisfying the interest of their worker members uh, mm-hmm. but they also uh, have the purpose of uh, meeting the needs of the communities where they yes. act and to um, make sustainable and vibrant communities. So it seems that work as worker cooperatives are not uh, simply organizations acting for their members in a sort of egoistic way, but they act toward uh, the community for uh, promoting their community of reference. Uh, so uh, my, this wording in the first article of the law, uh, makes one curious about the expectations uh, from the worker cooperative movement in Japan. Uh, could you share some of your own expectations from the work of your organization in representing and promoting worker cooperatives? Mm.
1: Yes. Thank uh, you, very Professor You So uh, you were... Uh, Discussions is also uh, rebe- uh, also reveals uh, another kind of uh, revolutionary revolutionary or another kind of epoch-making uh, characteristic of this role. So, as you point out, so obviously you know uh, this is cooperative uh, uh, this is a cooperative act, right? So, in this regard, so uh, this is act on organizations for mutual interest among members. So, uh, basically. So, however, on the other hand, yeah, as you point out, as you point out, so the object of worker cooperatives is prescribed as uh, the meeting, uh, the fulfill, fulfill the uh, com- uh, needs uh, in uh, local communities. And moreover, you know, uh, uh, final goal, final objective is to uh contribute to uh the realization of sustained uh, sustainable and vibrant communities so in this regard this kind of uh, uh this law also obviously reflects uh, pretty clearly so seventh principle of ICA of course uh, you know sustainable development of local communities and moreover SDGs right and moreover is I think this this act is somehow uh somehow reflect uh current um, tendency of cooperative movement uh, on the, on a global scale that is so obviously uh basically cooperatives is an organization for for uh um, members uh, interest and members but on the other hand so so we already have our seventh principle of ICA and moreover right now you know uh, cooperative movement on global scale is uh is uh, approaching to uh, SSE a social solidarity economy? In other words, a social solidarity economy for uh, for the society. I think so. In this in this sense, so the crucial uh, crucial uh, crucial issue is is that I think the relationship between public interest and mutual interest. So in this regard, so the uh, the Japanese Act is uh, rising a crucial questions, the relationship between mutual interest for the members and the public interest for the society within cooperative movement. So this is uh, actually, in this regard, so I think, so this act, uh, we have a, Impact not merely workers' cooperative movement in Japan, workers' cooperative movement in Japan, but also you know uh, social movement uh, in a broad sense. In other words, so, uh, so many movements of uh, civic uh, civil organization in Japan, I think.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, so, congratulations on the creation of the Asia Pacific Network of Worker Cooperatives, CICOPA AP. Asia-Pacific, uh, can you tell us something about the legal status and the challenges of the worker cooperative type in this Asia-Pacific, Asia-Pacific and Pacific cooperative region?
1: Uh, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, so last year, uh, last uh, last uh, last November, uh, in Seoul, uh, in South Korea, so we established a Pacific uh, you know network of worker cooperatives or industrial a network of industrial service cooperatives in the Asia Pacific region, and uh, this is very uh, great achievement, I think. And however, the is still still situation is still. Uh, still, uh, situation is still uh, initial stage, I think. And moreover, you know, unlike uh, European countries and uh, Euro-American countries in the Asia Pacific regions, <clears throat> the concept of workers cooperatives or social cooperatives still have been relatively less known. So uh, moreover, so there are some uh, you know cooperatives or there are some organizations which uh, pretty similar to what a cooperative or industrial service cooperatives in European country. So however, so uh, <clears throat> still uh, it, it's not easy to find out general concept of what a cooperatives is or what social cooperative is in the Asia Pacific region. So uh, in this regard, so we already discussed, you know, first, uh, the first uh, project of CICOPA AP is to share uh, diversity of uh, industrial service cooperatives in in this region. And then so is to explore certain kind of shared or common characteristic of these different uh, organization cooperatives in many countries in Asia Pacific
0: regions. Yeah, yes, comparing uh, different models is a manner uh for improving uh, uh, the, the, the quality of the legal environment uh, in each national uh, jurisdiction. So I personally think that uh, comparing and, uh, and comparing also uh, the laws enforced mm-hmm. in the countries yes. an essential element for the development, uh, not only of cooperative law, but of the cooperative movement at large. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is essential, so I may understand and I agree with what you said. I uh, turn now to a more specific question. Uh, Again, I have to start from the Italian experience. Uh, (laughs) We Italian were very uh, capable of uh, diffusing our uh, national laws on cooperatives and social cooperatives, uh, also social enterprises, and intersector laws, and uh, another example is given by uh, the Marcora law, which is a law, an Italian law that facilitates and promotes worker buyouts. This is a law studied uh, everywhere in the world, uh, in Europe, but also outside uh, Europe. So. Uh, which is your uh, feeling regarding uh, the specific matter of worker buyouts uh, in Japan, and also taking into account uh, the new uh, Japanese law on worker cooperatives? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, uh, this is uh, this is also a very uh, very important issue, I think. And uh, right now, you know, workers cooperative in Japan. So actually, we have been engaged in uh, social service in broad sense including elderly care, child care, and the care for people with, just, uh, people, uh, people with disability. So in other words, so uh, as you know, Professor Vici, so worker cooperatives, we, we, so we have been uh, strongly influenced by Italian cooperative movement, worker cooperative, worker, worker cooperative and social cooperatives. So however, on the other hand, so in Japanese economies, there are so many uh, small and medium sized companies so obviously in Japan, they're a famous, you know, company like Toyota. So however, on the other hand, so almost 80%, 70% 80% of working population so are working in small and medium-sized companies. And right now, you know, under the long-term depression of Japanese economy, so, uh, so many uh, small and medium-sized uh, companies, enterprises uh, has been bankrupt. And moreover, so even if their economic uh, performance is pretty good, so they don't have a they don't have a next generation, and then so they have to quit, uh, you know, their business. So there, uh, this we can find out this kind of case uh, in so many small and medium-sized companies in Japan. So in this regard, so <clears throat> Worker Cooperative Act and Worker buy Act, Maru Law. Uh, a law like Markura law is absolutely, absolutely necessary for, uh, for this uh, problem, uh, economic problem in Japanese economy. And yeah, I'm sure so Makura law or a main street uh, ownership law uh, in United States. So these, uh, these law which uh, promoting workers buyout or supporting workers buyout is necessary uh, in Japan for uh, near future, uh, in near future.
0: And finally, uh, a very general question regarding your expectations uh, uh, surrounding this this new law, uh, this new Japanese law. Uh, So how do you think uh, can this law favor uh, the development of your country, uh, especially in times of Uh, pandemic and in times of crisis. uh, What are Mm -hmm. your expectations? And of course the expectations of uh, Japanese people and the Japanese uh, cooperative movement regarding this new law. And the last uh, other general question is uh, what are the uh, next uh, measures in, in, in cooperative law that you hope uh, that the the government, the parliament uh, approve in the future, in the near future, to further promote uh, cooperatives and the communities.
1: Okay. Uh- Thanks uh, for fast questions. So uh, this is very uh, also uh, pretty crucial because uh, Japan or Japanese society has uh, like uh, like uh, like all countries in the world. Uh, you know, Japanese society has been also uh, has been uh, you know suffered from you know a pandemic of COVID-19. And moreover, you know, in t- in relation to a uh, cooperative movement. So, uh, for instance, unemployment is uh, you know increasing. And moreover, you know, part-time job, you know, uh, w- workers in part-time job, you know, uh, lost, you know, their, uh, you know, job opportunities uh, under you know, under the uh, pandemic. So in this regard, work, uh, this new act in Japan so are, allows, uh, you know, such a, um, unemployment populations to uh, establish uh, their own worker cooperatives and and working and living uh, through their workers cooperatives. And moreover, you know, again, you know. Uh, uh workers buyout is, uh, is very important because due to uh, the pandemic, you know uh, SME small, uh, some, uh, many small and medium-sized uh, companies uh, are in a pretty uh, difficult situation in financial sense or business sense. So in this regard, so these uh, small uh, these SME companies, can use uh you know this new worker cooperative Back in Japan so uh in order to uh carry out uh, you know workers buyout of their own uh you know activities, business activities. Right. Yeah. And uh second right. yeah and ah, second, yes,
0: the second yeah, yes, second, the second
1: one. Uh, second question, this is uh, this is my uh, uh i I think so first of all so we just have our we just got you know worker Corporate back in Japan, right? So in this regard, first of all, first of all, so we should promote, uh, you know, uh, this uh, act, this new act. So uh, until uh, till uh, this October, uh, when this act uh, will be enforced, right? So first of all, first mission for us, obviously, you know, is uh, is. Uh, to uh, is to have uh, the day of enforcement in in pretty good way. So this is my first uh, our first yeah, uh, duty. Yeah. So, however, and second is uh, development of workers' cooperative movement through uh, you, uh, by using this role, uh, this act, right? So for uh, future five years or ten years, so workers' cooperative movement should be developed. That, you know, due to the enactment of this new law, and after that, I think. Uh, market stakeholder, uh, law, uh, law, or marriage, stakeholder cooperatives, or uh, any kind of. Uh, policy, state policy on workers' cooperatives, is uh, should be uh, should be necessary uh, or will be necessary because uh, right now, you know, work as, uh, we have a workers' uh, new act on workers' cooperatives. So, however, only natural persons can be a member of workers' cooperatives. And moreover, generally speaking, all members of workers' cooperatives uh, have to be have to work. So, in other words, in other words, uh, consumers cannot be a member of workers' cooperatives. Or legal legal persons cannot cannot be cannot be a member of workers cooperatives. So right now it's okay because this is a first step of workers cooperative movement in Japan in legal time. So however, in the future stage, so like you know, like Italy and UK uh, uh, current UK situations, you know, multi stakeholder cooperatives is pretty uh, going well. I think so. We need uh, you know we. Need uh, you know? Let's call a cooperative role. So, in order to develop cooperative movement, like uh, UK uh, uh, UK uh, right now today.
0: Yeah, understand, understand. I was uh, when you were answering, I was thinking uh, two uh, things. The first one is the importance of the cooperative movement uh, with with real institutions representing the cooperative movement unions mm-hmm. associations of cooperatives federations of cooperatives they have different names around the world but they are very important for the development of the of the of the co- of cooperatives in a in a given country and also uh, in a given region of the of the world not only for promoting but also for defending the identity of cooperatives it's not your case because uh, in this legislation uh, putting labor law uh, um, in, a, in great evidence uh, protects against pseudo worker cooperatives. But in other countries, uh, the fact that labor law does not fully apply to in worker cooperatives to worker members uh, in those countries, the existence of uh, uh, unions of worker cooperatives, federations of worker cooperative of a cooperative worker movement. Uh, or um, is very important for the protection of the identity uh, of worker cooperatives against the phenomenon of pseudo uh, cooperatives. The other thing is that, uh, uh, yes, I, um, I noticed uh, this, this, uh, this strictness of Japanese law regarding uh, the members. Uh, in some cases, having uh, the fact of having legal person as members can be interesting. Because legal entity can be uh, financial uh, members of cooperatives. For example, yes, um, yes. for example, in Italy, uh, the, 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 the associations that represent the cooperative movement can become financial member or investor member of a single worker cooperative uh, to develop. Uh, that specific cooperative, they enter into the cooperative as investor member, not of course as worker member, this is not possible, but as investor member with the specific aim of promoting with this new fresh capital, uh, the the development of the cooperative. So I think that uh, after the first stage of this law, some adjustments can contribute uh, to the further development, we hope, of uh, the worker cooperative movement in uh, Japan. Uh, I thank you very much. I hope we will have another opportunity to meet and discuss after the uh, the entry into force of uh, your your law, and also an opportunity uh, to uh, discuss in a comparative way uh, worker cooperatives around the world, uh, taking into consideration not only uh, the law applicable to worker cooperatives but also the legal environment and in more general terms. This is, uh, I think, something that should be done uh, to favor and advantage and promote uh, everyone, every worker cooperative in, uh, in the world. So thank you very much and, and goodbye. You. Yes, thank you very much.